Hey, welcome back to e-commerce marketing school. I'm Tony, your host. And in this episode, we're filling in the gaps with one of the most common questions asked by store owners today. When you Google how to choose the right Shopify app for your business, all you get is lists of top 10 apps for this, that, and the other. Nobody dives into the decision-making process for your unique business. So today I brought on Deb Mecca, director of marketing at LTV SaaS Growth Fund, and the first to start an agency that specializes in Shopify app marketing in 2016. So I thought, who better to come on the show and tell us about finding the right Shopify app for your business, but also the types of apps we might need. So let's dive in. You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy. Hey, Deb, welcome back to the show. How's it going? (laughs) (laughs) It's going well. Thanks, Tony. How are you doing today? You know, I'm good, but I have to say it because it was such a snafu. We've already recorded this episode once and it was I I thought it was really good, but it was like, yeah, yeah. our recording software apparently hated the episode and it decided to delete it for us. So here we are. And, you know, that happens. So here we are. Well, I mean, you know, take two. I think we're going to have a home run on this one. So. Definitely. Let's just keep building it up for everyone. (laughs) Uh, No, but for real today, I really, really want to talk to you again about choosing the right Shopify app for your store. I know I mentioned this earlier, but, you know, choosing the right app for your store, whenever you look that up online, like how do I choose the right app? There's just a list of apps. It doesn't really go into the the psychology of why you need these apps. And of course, we will go over examples. We have examples for you. We're not affiliated with these examples. We just, you know, we love them. Deb has some, I have some. And yeah, so we want to talk about kind of the areas that we would look at in terms of the kind of apps that we want, and then we'll give you some examples there. So Deb, before I let you dive in, I want kind of just want to go over, I just want to kind of set the stage for what we're going to talk about. Okay, so, so far, Shopify has contributed $319 billion, with a B, in global economic activity. 2.1 million people log into Shopify every single day, and as of uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, September of 21, nearly a third of all websites with e-commerce capabilities were built on Shopify. But it has over 7,000 apps that we can integrate with our site. That is way, way too many. We love you, Shopify. But if we're new, that's way, way too many. So these apps, of course, you know this, they can be utilized by you, the business owner, to enable you to collect contact information, enable to email and text your subscribers, help with data analysis, fulfillment, marketing, you name it, everything, but 7,000. So Deb, the expert, when choosing the right apps for us to use for our business, where do we even start? Like, I guess, I don't know, we could even start at the ground up, like administratively running our store. If we could start there, where do we start? Uh, Yeah, so it is overwhelming. And (laughs) I hear from merchants or people all the time, like, I don't even know where to go. It's like a hill that I have to climb. And digging through the app store, although they've done a great job at the redesign, is daunting. You know, it's like walking into a Costco, like you've got to be ready or like an Ikea or something like yeah, put it's your like battle a Costco hat on. without yeah. snacks. It's not a good. Yeah. 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 Uh, so in the administrative category, I think there's a couple of must haves that I, you know, if I was starting out a, a Shopify store that would be no brainers to me, they would be must haves. So we're going to start with number one something like a heat map sort of situation where you can monitor the traffic that's coming in. So you you spent all this money, you design this brand new Shopify store, or you 
change, use replatform from Magento over to Shopify, and you want to take it for a spin and you want to find out how people are interacting with your store, what's working, what's not working, you really need something in place that's going to enable you to figure out where the leaks are or where the successes are. So having a heat mapping recording uh, solution. So there's a couple out there on the market. I would say as a beginner or someone who's sort of lazy like me, having something like a lucky orange would be really okay. great because you can actually watch the recordings versus having to kind of see. Wait, so you're saying that you can actually see when a customer goes onto the site, you can see where their mouse goes, where it avoids, and it gives you like macro data. So you can see, oh my goodness, <laughs> that's everything cool. they do, everything they do. So you awesome. see like, oh, they went to that product. They didn't really like it, or maybe the price was too expensive or it was confusing or functionality, maybe something broke and you're discovering, oh my gosh, that broke on this part, or they care a lot about the about me page. So I really should beef that up if I'm not getting conversions from that Interesting. or if they're okay. getting lost, whatever the case may be. So having something like that in place is absolutely a no brainer. It will slow down the page speed. So it's not something you want to have for like ever. Uh, yeah. But I would say if you're going to be spending any kind of money on advertising or you're redesigning or doing something like that, that's when you want to really pump the metal on, on a solution like that. Awesome. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Also, I mean, kind of, it's funny how I think it's like a no brainer, but when I go to sites, I'm like, wait, you don't even have this live chat. So live chat functionality with actually people there. So not a live chat thing where it's like a bot and you're yeah. getting annoyed because you're putting in a series of questions with yeah. weird answers. And you're like, no, just get me to the person. Yeah. Like, Talk to I a want... person. Talk to yeah. a person. I'm not pressing <laughs> yeah. nine. Talk to a person. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I just want to know if the color purple is right for me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and I want them to say yes. <laughs> um, so there's various solutions out there. We have, you know, I've used talk before. Again, I'm not affiliated with either. I've used one talk that I just... before as well. Talk's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. User friendly, easy to set up. You can personalize the little button. So it's great. Why wouldn't you have that? Yeah, and you could have it go straight to your phone too. So if you're a one-man operation, you could just respond to stuff on the go, super easy, so. That's a good point, because I think a barrier to entry is like, well, I have all these other things that I'm supposed to be doing, like that's the last thing, or I don't need another thing. And it's like, right. or it's like the laziness of like, and I see it a lot, the help desk stuff. So it goes immediately into an email. They're not getting their answers right away. Are they gonna go back and buy that lipstick later? Nah, maybe, not. maybe not. Yeah. Like get them while they're hot. Totally. Yeah, that's a great one. Life chat. Yeah. Okay. This one is I've, you know, I've mentioned it before. I'm not affiliated with them, but having a backup solution available. So we all make mistakes. We've all been in situations before. <laughs> if you've ever used Canva, for those of you that know Canva, and like all of a sudden you make this huge mistake and you're like, can we go back oh. to version control? And you Command can. Command Z, Command Z. Which is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But imagine that happening on your Shopify store, like some serious stuff could happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So having a backup solution, you know, the one that I'm most familiar with is Rewind. It's it's not the cheapest guy in town, and it, it but what is insurance? You know, you have to pay for I'm insurance sure. for your house. Same thing. Yeah. So this won't be the first app that you buy necessarily, but when you scale or I mean, if you could afford it right away, great. But when you scale, it is so worth it. Well, I mean, do you disagree? Do you think it should be the first one you buy? I do. I, well, not first, but like. It's OK, like, well, I'm saying yeah. when you have money to buy an app, yeah, then yeah, yes, yeah. buy it. Yeah. But like, you don't have to like 
go in the red to get this, right? No, true, 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 true. Okay. I prioritize it kind of high. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's other ones that we could be here all day kind of talking about, but fundamentally, those are like the three that I would okay. say in that category. I agree. So I used to work for a company called Kajabi, and it's very similar to Shopify, but it's for digital courses and platforms, right? And so people would email us all the time, like, I deleted everything, or my cat jumped on my keyboard, or my daughter, I don't know, the craziest stories, my dog ate my homework. And we had a version history on the back end, this was years ago, but they didn't always. So we had to create a lot of education about how to access version history. And it happens, it happens to everyone. It so. happens, and the thing is, is that people aren't looking for a solution like that until they've run into a serious problem and it's yeah. already too late. And then they're like, oh, and it's like the insurance thing. Like you can't really know that a hurricane's gonna come and blow your entire house down. But then once it does, you're like, oh, I should have really made sure I had flood insurance. <laughs> like, you know, it's like that kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay, so we've covered like what you need to kind of get administratively to kind of run your store. But let's go back to that thought of if you're just starting out, right? If you had to choose like one or two apps to start, this is geared towards more of the small or the beginning stores. What would be a couple that are like locked and loaded for you? I mean, without a shadow of doubt, and I've been saying this for literally years to everyone, if you could only choose one or two apps and that's all you could do, you can't do anything else, email capture and then way to manage those emails. Cause like that is your lifeline. You don't know where people are in their buying cycles yeah. and you can't assume that they are going to be ready to buy right there and then. And so having that marketing funnel and having, you know, they've already come to your store, they've already shown some sort of interest. They give you their email address if you've given them a place to give it to. Mm-hmm. So now they're yours. It's now time would be a to good shine. time. Now would be a good time to mention that this podcast is brought to you by Privy. <laughs> the number one email marketing solution in the Shopify app store. No, uh, for real. But Privy is obviously you use Privy. Privy's the number one app in the app store in terms of the most reviewed. It literally has, I'm just going to brag here for a second. Privy has 25,000 reviews, over 18,000 of which are five-star reviews. It literally has double the amount of reviews as the next five in email marketing put together. Yeah, <laughs> pretty awesome. But I thought I was doing well at like a thousand. I will say, I will say Privy's not the only option, right? Like Privy is perfect for small to medium size businesses. And I, I have to say that because it is perfect. That's why I work here. I mean, like I, I love the app. I love helping customers with the app, but there are more. I mean, obviously you can share your thoughts on Privy if you want, but I'm sure that you have some other apps that you'd like to talk about that are good recommendations. No, I mean, by the way, this isn't like, I would have said this if I was on any other podcast, like I literally <laughs> uh-huh, would be talking uh-huh. about this. <laughs> and so, no, I mean, you know, choose your own adventure, but I've been using Privy for a number of years. I, when I used to be working with merchants on the other side, like there was a no brainer, that was what we would recommend. So, and it, you know, the cost is very cost effective as well. It's user-friendly, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to like sell it too deep because it's going to start to sound like it's No, a, really, really keep ad. going, keep going. <laughs> an ad. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's available in the Shopify app store. Go check it out. I would really, if you're a marketer or a non-technical person, you could get that set up within a matter of minutes. Yeah. For some reason, you are not using it yet. There's a link in the show notes or the description of this. So check it out if you're not already. But yes, uh, continue. But, you know, and then, you know, I would kind of say, take those email captures and then put them into a solution like Klaviyo, especially if you're going to be running very robust uh, marketing campaigns on like Facebook and, and things along those lines, because the insights, the 
flows of things that you could do with Klaviyo really, really sophisticated. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, the two of those are a match made in heaven. But, I will know. say to add on to that too, a lot of people ask like, what's the difference? Klaviyo, Privy, things like that. And I will say both are amazing. Klaviyo is an amazing, amazing product, but Klaviyo has a lot of features that really serious and successful business owners will eventually use. I think that Klaviyo is a really great option for people that will utilize those features. But Privy is a less expensive option. It performs just as well. And it has every tool you need for the beginning of your launching your business. And it doesn't really like boggle you down with all these features that you don't need yet. So they're both really great. I would say Privy is great for small to medium size. Klaviyo is great for medium to large size businesses. So check them both out. They're both fantastic. Yep. Yeah. So I think those are the two that I would say no brainer right out of the gates. If you can only choose one or two, those two. Okay. So that we covered like a lot of the backend stuff, what you're doing to get set up. We covered the essentials, which is email marketing. Like you have to be capturing, you have to be capturing emails on your site. But now let's go more to like the front end of the site, personalizing kind of like the shopping experience. Where would you go there? Yeah. So I think more than ever, people are looking for a personalized shopping experience. That's why like the themes are really getting good. I was on a meeting uh, with a bunch of Shopify theme developers last night and they're like, some of these themes, like you don't even really have to do a whole bunch of customizations with them because they're really, really good. The thing about it is, is that you don't want like a one size fits all. You don't want your store looking just like the guy next to you. Mm -hmm. And so personalization really matters. And especially for businesses that have like a lot of SKUs, I'm not digging through all of your product lines. So you really need to like divide and conquer and make it a really good experience for me. And you have to make it really easy for me to check out seamlessly and quickly. And you have to be able to put things together for me in a way that's like, oh, so for instance, like I do work on an upsell app called in-cart upsell. I do marketing for them, but you know, any upsell app in that category would work as well. So I don't want to be like, and just use in-cart upsell. But you want something that's going to enable you to, so like if I'm buying, say, a candle, right? I'm buying a candle for $50. That's expensive. Why not offer like a candle wick trimmer that's going to increase the life, I can't even speak, of that candle. So it's $10, $15 additional. It's increasing my average order value. So for me, the merchant, I'm like, woo, I'm getting a little bit more bang for my buck. And as the buyer, they're like, cool, I don't have to dig for anything else. I didn't realize I needed that. It's going to make the candle last longer. I'm going to like your brand a lot more because you've now mm-hmm. taken my $50 and made it go a little further. So it's a really kind of a win-win for everyone involved. So something like that would be really important. I actually have used Deb's app and it is fantastic. So um, she's being modest, use her app. <laughs> but something I want to say about that too, and I think I've shouted out this store I don't know, six times on the podcast now because I had such a positive experience with it. And it's not where they're not sponsoring this, but good for them. But that worked on me, right? So when you have a $50 order and you're making X amount of money, if you could upsell a $2 item on every single order, that now raises your, uh, I can't do math, that now raises all of your your revenue by like 4%, right? That's an immediate ad. Yeah. And so I was on the site, Hello Adorn. I know you guys are sick of me mentioning it. I'm sorry. I was getting a couple <laughs> rings for my wife. And as I added something to cart, there was a add to cart or an upsell feature that said, hey, do you want this ring sizer? By the way, 
we'll send you this ring sizer for like $2 or so, a dollar or $2. And if you figure out that your rings are the wrong size, you can use this to find your right size, send us the rings, and we'll send you the right size at no cost. And I'm like, Love dude, it. I'm definitely, that's like an, a $2 insurance. I'm definitely doing yeah. that. And now my, yeah. my kids play with the ring sizer and I, I mean, you know, I'm a dude, I don't wear a lot of rings and I know what size I am now. So that's fun. But anyway, yeah, the upsell is great. It's a must add for sure. I mean, it is. And like the insurance is a great upsell opportunity. So we have a customer that sells like sneakers, like really high end sneakers, like Yeezys and stuff like that. And they nice. throw like a two to three dollar kind of insurance thing onto it. It's like, of course, you're going to put that on there. Yeah, or like I absolutely. bought um, Chosen Foods has an upsell for ensuring that things don't break in transit. Hmm. I mean, I'm going to add that. Like, no, yeah. I did add that. Like, no questions asked. Because I wish I could add I that to, to break. Airline luggage. That would be nice if I could add that, huh? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's really plus. People like for you to save them time in the shopping journey. Next up, I would say reviews. Something for reviews, right? Like, Oh, yeah showcasing reviews, capturing views, like something to do with that is really important because it just builds, establishes trust mm -hmm. available on product pages. You can kind of showcase some stuff on the homepage for the, for the trust stuff. So yeah, I would say something with reviews. There's a couple of apps out there. Looks is one of them. Looks reviews. is a great one. Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's a lot of different options there. I have to say, just to add on to reviews, we're going to do an episode pretty soon here maybe in about a month, just diving head, just head first into reviews and what it's all, why it's so important, how easy it is to set up. It is so hard to get reviews doing it the brute force method by just emailing customers after they have a purchase and asking them for something. Having an actual software or an app on your store is so nice. It is really, really nice. You can use them for testimonials. It's easy to reach out. Looks is great. There are a couple other great ones, but yeah, I agree with that for sure. And, you know, I don't know all of the ins and outs of the reviews apps, but the thing I like about looks and probably some handful of other ones is you can actually like, so customers can take photos like on Amazon, people can take yeah. photos of like wearing your product. And so you can use that as like UGC and it's really great. It's just like, oh, I want to look like her. I feel like her. Uh, so it kind of has that availability. And then also there's like a uh, integration with like Google shopping as well where you can see like photos on there as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's super yeah, nice. in the reviews. Um, so I think that's an extra selling point for that, but yeah. Cool, I love that. Okay, anything else on the site personalization kind of area? So I would say, you know, we kind of talked about having a lot of SKUs and, and trying to avoid people from abandoning the shopping experience. So having like a sticky add to cart, I work with an app called Sticky Add to Cart Booster Pro, and it's this tiny little cart that follow shoppers around as they're scrolling through your product catalog, through your pages. So say for instance, they're looking at a product that you have that's like $200, right? And they're like, oh wow, that looks really good. I wanna buy it. But wait a second, I've never heard of this company before. So they go to the About Us page. Well, you don't want them to like forget where, what they were doing, what they were intended to do. So right. say they added it to their cart, that little cart's still gonna be on the About Us page. They can just quickly go check out. It's very, very fast and they're not going to abandon the shopping experience. A Sticky Ads Cart Booster Pro also enables you to buy something very quickly through the collection pages. So you say you have like oh, you're on nice. a collection page, you have a matter of like a bunch of different products that are complementary. You've got these little carts that are on each of the products. You can just bing, 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 check out and go. So you're off to the races. 
you know, something that that reminds me of is Scott Cunningham. He's the founder and CEO of Socialite and Merchant Mastery. So they help Shopify stores, they scale like globally. And he came on for an episode early in the year. And one of the things he said when analyzing user behavior is that once people find an item that they like, they become detectives. So they go off the site, they'll move to the About Us page, they'll move to the Socials page. If there is a reviews page, which sites I recommend sites have, people will go to that page. I always look at reviews and you will become a detective to make sure, is this brand even legit? Like, what am I buying from here? It's really cool that your app follows you around to those pages because if you have <laughs> adult ADHD like I do, then you go and you're like, oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, I'm just going to go on Amazon or I'm just going to go on Craigslist or I'm just going to go on Twitter. And what was I doing? Oh, shoot, it's eight, eight o'clock. I got to feed my cats. Oh, man, my kids, you know, needs me. I get back. Oh, man, time for right. some ice cream and I'm going to watch some TV. Sorry, that's like way look into my life. But then I forget that I'm purchasing something. So when I get back to my laptop, it's like, oh. Oh yeah, I had that in my cart. <laughs> so well, remember uh, like four years ago when everyone was like the abandoned cart emails were like the way to get people to come back. Yes. I think that's gone with the days of that. People are don't even look at their inbox. Like they're so sick of all of that stuff. So I think they're the sticky add to cart is the yeah, the the more modern way of like pay attention here, people, like stick to the program. Awesome. I love it. Sticky add to cart booster pro. Check it out in your local Shopify app store listing. Starts um, okay. at $8.99 a month with a 14-day free trial. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for shouting that out. Next, I want to talk, I kind of want to round this out with talking about something we haven't really talked about, which is marketing, right? So we know how to serve people on our website, but are there Shopify apps that can help bring people to our website? What can we kind of what, what can we use in that in that regard? So I think I want to talk about it more from like the angle of okay you know that you're advertising on Pinterest, you know that you want to advertise on TikTok, you know that you want to advertise on Instagram, Facebook. What do we do with all of this? So there are a couple apps that I would say pretty obvious that you would need is the TikTok app and the okay. Pinterest app. Shopify's done a really good job of building integrations with these platforms. So you could do live shopping on TikTok, your product catalog is going to appear. People could literally click on that thing, go straight to the cart, and they never really have to get um, distracted with other things. So I bring up a lot like this wig company that I was like obsessed with for the longest time on TikTok. And luckily I've broken up with that, but they basically <laughs> like for every wig that they showcase that they have on, the product is available at the bottom of the screen and you click on it, you're going directly into the cart yeah. and you're purchasing it, no friction whatsoever. Yep. So I think you need stuff like the TikTok app, the Pinterest app. You know that Pinterest is the largest search engine in the I, world. Okay, so I was going to say that. I don't think people understand this. We, I could do a whole episode on Pinterest. Yeah. Pinterest is neck and neck with YouTube as like king of of search engine, especially when it comes to shopping. It's it's Pinterest. And Pinterest used to be, you know, that thing that we used to log on in I don't know what 2007 or 2008 and just like post pictures and then it got overrun by recipes and it's like oh if you want a recipe you go to pinterest but now it is a whole another behemoth it is monster it's incredible so if you go to like sites like house for instance right or yeah. it's almost like a shop the look type situation so if you're on pinterest and you're looking for a chair right like a really cool chair mm -hmm. it'll showcase a bunch of chairs in this color 
all the different price points you could click on it. You could buy it directly. I mean, it's, it's insane. So if you're selling products, e-commerce products, and you're not on Pinterest and you're on Shopify, like, I don't understand. What are you doing with your life? Like, that's just such a no brainer to me, especially if you're in like the F&B category or the CPG categories, what the D2C community calls it, like home furnishings, anything along those lines, you're selling pots, pans, anything having to do with food and clothing. Like literally, I can't think of anything even like loungewear, oh, everything, basically. Yeah. Okay. So if you are running a Shopify business or whatever, you know, WooCommerce, this big commerce, what, this, that, and the other, if you're not utilizing Pinterest, do a quick Google search at the very least. I think that we could probably do some good research here and come up with some resources for you guys. If you're interested in that, I, you know what, I'll add it to the list because that would definitely be worth it. Do a quick Google search on how to market your Shopify store on Pinterest and you will get so many different walkthroughs and things like that. I will say too, with TikTok, TikTok is hot right now for a reason, right? It is the most used app, but I know that there is some, depending on when this episode comes out, which I think is just like in a couple of days that we're going to release this one, the United States government is considering banning it in the United States. But what I do want to say is it is still worth advertising on TikTok. It's cheaper than the other apps. And it's really effective. Mm-hmm. There are billions of users every day. So just because there might be some weird news going on about that, it doesn't mean that it's bad for your business. It just means that the United States government may have lost trust in uh, whoever's running that company. So wherever yeah. you hear your news from, because I know that that's a big concern right now, it's worth advertising on it. It's inexpensive. It's easy to set up. Do yourself a favor and look into it. That's my advice there. I mean, and it's and if you have a Shopify store, which why are you listening to this podcast? If you don't? Yeah. But, well, my um, mom, my mom's listening. She doesn't have a shop vice or so. Hi, hi mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the integration between the two is really, really easy. It makes it very easy for you to get up and running. I mean, you do have to get like a certain amount of followers, I think, in order to do live shopping. But, you know, that's something that you want to do. Even if you don't want to throw dollars at it, uh, you could do some live shopping of like, hey, you know, I'm here to sell this fan and look at how it works. And right. So. Before we end on that note, I would say, I think people think that TikTok, because of Musical.ly beforehand was, you know, for a younger generation. Remember when like Facebook was like for college kids? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> people are like, I don't want to, I don't want to leave Tom on MySpace and go to Facebook. I'm not, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, a lot of people are now migrating over from Facebook or Instagram even to TikTok, but it's really for all age groups. I mean, grandma, it's just Instagram whoever reels. is on there. It's just Instagram yeah. Reels on another app. That's all it is. So if you're, but yeah. Better. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Very, So yeah, I mean, I think cool. that pretty much, we could be here all day. There are 7,000 apps. There's, there's so a lot many of different apps. categories. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was super, super valuable. I hope that if you're listening, that you've taken some notes on some areas where you can look into some apps. Yeah, a lot of apps cost money. That is an investment in your business, but I guarantee, oh shoot, I shouldn't guarantee on this, but I guarantee that there is a opportunity to get a huge ROI and more when you invest in apps like this, right? Because when you do things like, you know, the reviews and when you do things like Lucky Orange, when you do things like invest in areas of your app that are going to give you direct feedback on how to market more specifically to the right audience, you're going to see that back in your business. So I say, check them out take a chance on it and see where you can fill in the gaps in your business. But Deb, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
And don't be afraid to install. I think developers tend to scare people and say, oh, too many apps going to slow down your page speed. Why not just use Lucky Orange to tell you whether or not that's the case? That's like, that's why you or something like a Lucky Orange to tell you that. So I wouldn't be too afraid to install apps because you're afraid that it's going to slow things down and ruin your business. I'd be more afraid of not having that functionality, giving that, them that personalized experience or that backup opportunity yeah. if you F up. And that would be more of my worry than like slowing things down. And if it slows it down, then, you know, you can work from there. Yeah. And apps like Sticky Add to Cart Booster Pro, they have free trials, right? So like you can get yeah. in and try them out. Well, Deb, it was a pleasure having you on again, even though it's everyone's first time meeting you. Last time, I think we started the show talking for five minutes about how we both loved Led Zeppelin and that didn't make it into this episode at all. So I had to give it a little <laughs> shout out there. But yeah. where can people connect with you and find you if they want to? Oh, good question. So I am on Twitter at Deb Mecca. I'm also on LinkedIn at Deb Mecca or Deb B Mecca. I think. I'll so link them both. I'll link I'm them both in the show notes so that you guys can okay. connect with her if you want. Awesome. Yeah. And um, I work with this, you know, a portfolio of Shopify apps. So if you have any questions, you can connect with me and I'll try to help you out. That's why Deb's on the show, because she is an absolute expert. So Deb, thank you so, so much for coming on and Thank you everyone here for listening to e-commerce marketing school. Now I say this every time, but if you're listening on the podcast, you can watch it on YouTube. You can check out Deb and I chat with each other. And if you want to see us in your social feeds, you can find clips from this episode on Instagram at ecom marketing school. And if you're on Twitter, you could find Deb at Deb Mecca and me at Tony from the pod. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.